Quinn was, when we were talking to Quinn yesterday, he mentioned how, you know, on the one hand, this is a great setup for team bonding and whatnot, and on the other hand, how it's a sacrifice for guys who have, you know, new family members, whatever, just as a guy with young children and who had to spend, you know, weeks away from them already in Tokyo. As just, what were your thoughts when you found out that uh, you guys are coming to Vegas for a few days still, but for, for training camp? Um, I tried to get out of it originally. <laughs> Um, but I mean, no, it is what it is. Obviously, I think s since I've been here, we've gone. I think we went to Hawaii once, and that was the only time we've left Utah. Um, so, it, like you said, it's um, after the, having the summer I did, and, and etc. It's um, it, it just is what it is. Like <laughs> I'm not going to not come to training camp. Um, ideally, I'd love to stay with my family every day if I could, um, but that's not the reality in, in the world. And, the job that I have. So it, it is nice to be with the guys, obviously some new faces and, and stuff. So get to, to have a team dinner last night, be able to eat, sit by the, like whatever you guys, whatever we want to do here. Um, so that part of it's nice. And, and obviously Vegas is, I was going to say there's no distractions, but obviously we're in Vegas, which is <laughs> a bit more of a, it's probably a distraction, but, but just to be with the guys and it almost forces you to kind of hang out and spend time together. Um, obviously like the bubble, which is very similar feeling obviously to this. So um, yeah, it is what it is. It's good to be here with the guys. And um, at the end of the day, it's, it's just nice to, to get back out there and, and start again. Um, I saw you shooting with Rudy Gay. Um, kind of what's your relationship with him and what are you, what are you kind of excited about what he can bring to this team? Uh, my relationship's about 48 hours deep. So um, I didn't know him very well, obviously playing against him a lot and, um, good friends of Paddy Mills who had a lot of good things to say about him um, after obviously him coming here. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've liked, I've liked his game. I've liked his, his, the way he plays for, for a long time. I don't know how he's played like, it's like his 16th year or something, 15th year. Um, he's the oldest in the team, which is great for me because I was the oldest in the team. Um, but I think he'll help us. I think the versatility um, obviously can play multiple positions because space of floor. Um, He's, he's a tall, strong, he's like, he's a big dude. He's bigger than I kind of anticipate, obviously just playing against him. So um, he can't shoot like me, but he's got all of uh, a lot of things that'll, that'll help us this year. When, when you look at the, the core of this team, you guys have been together for a long time. Yeah. And then, you know, first day of training camp, I mean, you guys know a lot of the sets, you know, a lot of the actions. Um, what can be presented to you guys that you haven't seen before? And what do you translate to, to the new guys in terms of trying to bring them along and bring them up to speed? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that, like you said, obviously our, our kind of core group, that main group has been together for a while. It's, it's a lot easier the first day of camp. Like it is like with, with bringing so many guys back than it was whatever, four or five years ago when we had that big turnover um, of players. So things get incorporated a bit quicker. Um, obviously on the sidelines, we can speak to the other guys to, to kind of help speed them up as well. Um, I think in, in terms of our team, um, I think something, something that we'll see and we'll constantly see is this, the switch. That's a red flag. <laughs> if you get three red flags, you get a punishment. Um, Clarky's got one red flag too. Um, Switching defense obviously has been the thing that teams have thought it's worked against us and, and has at times, obviously. Um, 
Uh, I think obviously with the additions we've got, but that, that'll be a focus. Um, we, we, we talked about it a little bit today, just, just trying to figure things out and um, get better in that. Uh, I think there's, there was games and, and series or whatever that we, we did really well in it. And there was obviously games that we, we didn't. So um, I think against a lot of other defenses, we're, we're pretty good um, or very good. Um, yeah, so that will, will always be a focus. Then I think for us, like getting out and running, I think we we can run with, with the best of, of anyone. Um, we can get up and down the floor. We, we've obviously can space the floor. And then with Rudy and Hassan rolling down the, the room, it's um, it's a pretty good mix of, of both. So obviously we'll go over a lot in this three days or whatever it is here. Um, yeah, but I think the, the thing we always see, as you guys know, is like the switching defense and, and for us to figure that out and, and be really good at it, which I think we can do. So, like, probably 10 times a year, maybe a reporter asks you about the trash talking. <laughs> it's so annoying. Is it, that's, that's what I'm wondering. Is, like, is it annoying that people ask you about that a lot? Uh, yeah, I actually, like, genuinely probably hate that question more than anything. Um, it's just, like, I, I mean, it's just a part, of, it's a part of the game, obviously, as you guys know. It's, it happens... Like the quietest guy, I don't know who the quietest guy on our team is. I'm sure they've all trash talked to some point. Like it's just a part of the game. It is what it is. And um, I like, I yeah. Can you let everyone know not to ask me that question anymore? Really do that. Thank you. <laughs> so now she she gonna ask that and you're gonna follow it up. <laughs> when I just said I hate is my most hated question. When you hear um, then I hope it never comes up again. I don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Joe, what's it, what's it like being in I know a few guys talked about like the similarity of like this situation to like the Orlando bubble. Like, yeah. What's it like actually just being in that other room, you know, with like chandeliers and, you know, <laughs> like how, do, how does it impact like your preparation? Um, not to, I honestly didn't even notice them until you said that. So, um, shows my attention to detail, but a 17 year old Joe probably would have kicked the ball up there at some point and broke it, which is good that I'm a bit more mature now. But, um, I mean, it's you, I mean, you guys saw it. it's obviously a very elite, um, setup with our weight room down this end and, and training tables. And someone handed me a smoothie, and uh, it's obviously a, a pretty elite setup. So, it's, I mean, it's obviously nice if you are going to go somewhere and we're not at, um, the practice facility it's nice to have everything here and be able to walk like six minutes to my room and and not kind of have to pass too many people or anything so um obviously in vegas is the, the part that's annoying being away from from everything but when you're going to do it or if you're going to do it if you do it at a, at a high level i think you can make it worthwhile and obviously they've they've done that and and we'll we'll make sure it's worthwhile yeah, nice. so andy do you want to go ahead and ask your question yeah, Joe, you mentioned kind of the switching defenses, but kind of last year, maybe the biggest problem was them attacking you when playing small ball, right? So I'm kind of curious, has that been a focus of, of day one of just kind of like, hey, how do we defend against these kind of small ball lineups? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we didn't do much of it today. We, we talked about it. Quinn um, spoke to us, obviously, at the start of practice. I don't know where to look. It's really awkward. Um, I'm just going to look at you guys because it will make me feel. <laughs> um, we we talked about it at the start of practice, but um, obviously with like we've got the 
three-time defensive. Like, we're not going to not play Rudy. Like, it's uh, um, Rudy's obviously going to be in the game, majority of the game for 82 or, and, and longer. So, um, just, just figuring out where it is, like, who he guards, who we guard, what, what the matchups are. Um, again, I think there's times we've, we've done it well um, and then there's times that we've, we haven't done it well. So, um, it's obviously something that I have no doubt coaches watched a, a lot of film on and um, throughout this process, obviously this next couple of weeks of preseason, we'll, um, we'll, we'll talk about it more and, um, and hopefully get a, a clear picture. So when we are getting later in the year, we've, we've worked on it, we've done it and we can, can go into a playoff series with it. Have uh, Ben Anderson on Zoom. Joe, I know you didn't come into the NBA as a 20-year-old, but for a guy like Jared Butler who's coming in, what is maybe like one or two things that you think would really help going into your first training camp that you knew? And then what are a couple of things that you just can't understand about the league until you've been around for a little bit? Um, I mean, the understanding part, the, the not understanding, I think it's just the, the schedule and the, the travel schedule and games. And I don't know how many college games you play a year, but it, I doubt it's eight, how many, I don't know, 30, 40 or something. 35. So he's not, obviously that's something that you can only emulate by actually doing it. So once this year goes on and I remember my first year and I think even in my second year that the, the tiredness and fatigue just from, from the difference in travel and games and sleep and, and figuring it out along the way um, in terms of kind of helping him and all that, I think, the, f- the flip side of that is like talking and talking to the older guys, helping him on the court, off the court, um, whether it be travel or things that can help him in that way, or obviously on the court, um, things that can help him in the gym, on the court, whatever it is, treatment, pre-practice, post-practice. Um, his body will probably feel a lot better after this week than a few of us older guys, but um, there, there's a lot of learning curves in, in, the, in the NBA and, um, like you said, a lot of them um, almost just come along the way. You kind of learn through the experience of, of being in this league. So you hate not playing. Like, not playing? Yeah, you hate not playing. Yeah. And, <laughs> Thanks. Um, you know, so the, I don't know where you're going with this. The, 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 the question is, I mean, if, if the team came to you and said, hey, you know, we want to just kind of, you know, stretch you out, try to keep you fresh for the, for when it really matters in the playoffs. How do you, how do you react to that? Um, probably with some words that I couldn't say to, on this, but um, I mean, throughout my career, like you said, I mean, I do, I hate missing games. That's why I have a, I guess, a sense of pride to, to be out there and, and try and help my team. Um, on the flip side of that, I've also been very lucky injury wise to, to not have to really miss games. Um yeah, the fatigue's a real thing. That's no no joke. And with national team and doing all that, it's, um, it is something we've talked about um, very, very early on, obviously, right now. But um, even through training camp, getting in and out of some things just to, to not be in the, the, the whole two hours or whatever we, we practice for. Um, but obviously, at the end of the day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust coach. I'm going to trust our, our health performer, whatever the team they are, whatever you call them, performance team. Um, as I have my whole career, I remember... Um, instances in my seven years that people have come to me and said, like, you need to sit and we've had a debate about it and I haven't sat, but um, obviously very willing to, to listen to those conversations. And if they give me the facts of, of why and um, why it's necessary, I'm obviously going to listen. I don't, I don't get 
have a PhD in that. So I'm not going to try and pretend I know, know what I'm saying or doing. So if they come to me and it's uh, obviously a discussion and, and they believe it, then I'll, I'll trust in what they say.